As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10, place your first bet on any game, and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends. Just a trio of feathery brethren, weather in any season to see the Eagles eating teams like Scrammy's Top with Cheese. It's Philadelphia, Bo Sheel, and Zach kicking it. Cooler than three penguins till Zach runs off with his valet keys. He's a real nuanced goose. Pull up a branch, get loose. It's time for some juice on some Birds with Friends. The early bird gets the worm, but prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends. Bo Sheel and Zach coming at you with steps and things like their wings on. How do you have time to consume all this content? You're listening to Dave Spadaro interviews. I, I take a morning bike ride and I listen to Oh, oh I want to hear more it about is. that, but go ahead. No, the Schuylkill Trail. I, I oh, really? Yes. Wow. Yeah, Hello, everybody, and welcome to Birds with Friends on a Sunday evening. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman, Shilka Padia, for those of you who were waiting with bated breath breath for the 10:15 start notice that uh Marissa is not here and uh that means we are uh, operating at a intelligence deficit as we start here Zach Shield how are you I'm doing well Do- excited for the podcast yeah, doing well. Obviously, uh, Marissa's fine. She just couldn't uh, couldn't make it today. Bo left a little bit vague there at the uh, at the <laughs> beginning. So Bo has taken the uh, taken the initiative to handle this live show. We were initially going to start recording after Steelers Browns. We thought, you know what, the game's looking like a bit of a blowout. Uh, let's not lose those East Coast listeners. And so here we are. And with the Steelers about to score here to cut it to potentially a 12-point lead. So if you're watching that on mute, if you're watching us with audio, we have a lot of unexpected Eagles, nuggets, rumors, news, whatever you want to talk about uh, to get to today. So that will be our focus, but we will have one eye on that Steelers-Browns game. I've got a, uh, I've got a bit of an audio issue going on over here. So you guys talk for a second while I try to get that figured out. <laughs> Okay, Zach, how about you? Why don't you fill us in? I mean, I this was sort of a strange that you thought you probably had a quiet little Sunday here uh, coming up, maybe writing something for tomorrow, yep. watching some football. But uh, the day took a turn a little bit in Eagles land. So why don't you get everyone up to date? Sure. Well, I, I guess we should go back to I'm good last now, just so you know. Great. Great. <laughs> uh, we should go back to last week. And the Eagles never officially announced that Doug Peterson and Howie Roseman are, are returning for the 2021 season. Now, it's it's one of those things where you can rationalize it that like if it's if it's status quo, they don't need to tell you. But oftentimes in these situations, you see a team statement attributed to the owner often uh, explaining displeasure for the season but believing in the people in place. The Eagles never did anything like that. What they did was 11 hours after the season ended, as as we discussed on Monday night, they had Howie Roseman and Doug Peterson at a joint press conference. And typically that Monday uh, is when those decisions come down. But uh, So we took that almost as virtual confirmation that they were coming back, but it, it was never – official correct so then uh we knew there was tuesday meetings uh and as the week progressed there was a lot of silence if you will and uh there 
there wasn't necessarily anything official other than that 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 Jim Schwartz statement that the team put out. And then Sunday morning, ESPN, Chris Mortensen, uh, and Tim McManus, a joint report, um, said that uh, Doug Peterson is is not on solid footing here. That 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 there's still things that must be hashed out with Jeffrey Lurie. And similar to what we've discussed on this podcast before. Uh, it, it really does seem like the offense is a, is a, is a big issue here, and and how are they going forward with the offensive coaching staff, and and is it going? I, I guess what's the philosophy in place? Who's in charge of it? Who's calling the plays? Who's that offensive coordinator? Uh, I don't know if this is necessarily Carson Wentz or not. I I, I think it's it's more of these macro questions, and and when Bo and I were exchanging, not emails, a micro issue. Yeah, uh, last year was a micro issue, right? Yes. This year's a macro one. Um, but uh, as as we were exchanging emails, a, a sentiment in in those emails last week was that you can't just have Doug back under the the premise that he's a he's a Super Bowl winning coach, which he is. It needs to be what's the plan going forward, and I imagine that's probably at the crux of what's going on right now. Well, yeah, that's a, you know, when we were talking, we've been talking about this, it feels like for months now, but when it really got ratcheted up after the season and we, I remember us having specifically the conversation about will Doug Peterson be back or not. And, you know, we tried to make the point that this wasn't just going to be like, all right, Doug's back. Let's go. Let's get ready for 2021. It was always going to come with some sort of stipulation that Doug is, you know, they want Doug back. Doug wants to be back. If X, Y, and Z, right? And it seemed like Doug Peterson at the end of the season, maybe beginning of the offseason, was operating under the assumption that that X, Y, and Z, that everybody was on the same page, that it wasn't going to be a big deal. Now it sounds like after that meeting, that might not be the case. And my gosh, another clumsy episode (laughs) in a clumsy year where you try. I mean, there was really no reason for Doug Peterson to even be at that press conference, right? Where we're, ha- no. I mean, we always want him to talk, but that could have been just Howie Roseman. You know, he hasn't spoken in a while. He was getting all the questions anyway. Doug Peterson had already talked um, after the game. So you really could have just put Howie Roseman out there. I guess maybe that would have raised some suspicion, but now you have a coach who you put out the day after your season ended, answering questions about the quarterback, about the future, about the path forward. And now you have it. Uh, what are, I don't know how many days later are we? Is, has it been a week? Or was that just just this last? Was that just this last Monday? (laughs) Oh my gosh! Holy cow! That feels like it was three weeks ago. Oh my gosh! I mean, there was only like the almost the the end of the uh, the nation state and uh, civil war. Yeah. So that was that was six days ago where Doug Peterson's out there, and now I mean, it feels like by the time people listen to this podcast. You guys might have to publish a piece of, you know, here, here are 50 head coaching candidates to take good, a look at. Good news is we got that bad boy in the can. <laughs> Things are moving quickly here. I know Bo, Bo, how about Bo in his response to one of the texts was like, I have opinions. So let's hear them. <laughs> well, I, I, you better be bringing some heat. Well, I don't what know. Are strong I just, opinions? Well, I mean, we've got lots of things to get to, and uh, you know, we'll get to. Uh, I would debate uh, that the National uh, Medal of Freedom that could be uh, presented right, later this it, week listen. and uh, all that good stuff. Um, but I mean, listen, it doesn't necessarily mean that this is a rudderless franchise, but what would a rudderless franchise look like? It doesn't mean it's not. What would it look like? It would look a lot like this. It would look a lot like not deciding that you're ready to move on from your head coach after the season and then having a meeting and having that meeting matter more than, uh, the five years that you've been observing. Um, now I, I do think that the, the idea that, uh, like they've missed out on the the, the candidates, like yeah, who have all it. interviewed this week is a little yeah, bit. Yeah, no one's been hired yet. <laughs> overstated. Yeah, no one's been hired yet. That said, if you move on from Doug, this is not an. This is maybe the least attractive of maybe not the least, but it's towards the bottom. I mean, you're talking about if if we are saying you move on from Doug and you're keeping Howie Roseman, we're talking about you know a GM getting his third hire after he has. Um, ousted the first two. Uh, we're talking about a roster in disarray that is old and bad, and a salary cap situation that's terrible. So, you know, and 
no sense of loyalty after a guy who just won the Super Bowl was high, was fired three years later. So, I mean, there are only 32 jobs to go around, but um, maybe we're getting ahead of ourselves. But I do think that the idea that things could have changed over the past week is a little bit ridiculous. I think. Well, I, I disagree there. But, I disagree, but too, on. with that. Yeah. You do? If yeah, you think you, the, the answers from Doug were, were that bad? Uh, I, I mean, guess that's fair. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I think it. Uh, well, Zach, why don't you go? You said you disagree first. I don't want to you know, steal your points. <laughs> no, I, and shout out, of course, to uh, to Tim McManus, who once again is proving that he's he's better than the two of us. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> uh, nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tim's very good. I agree Zach, there. I mean, Zach, <laughs> yeah, Tim's Zach's very good. not sleeping you, tonight. Playing, <laughs> playing the playing the Marissa role is very distracting. She. Uh, <laughs> This episode is, is uh, nothing. Where's but your like, mug? You need it's a like mug. The, it's like the MVP. It's like the Dak Prescott belongs in the MVP conversation because the Cowboys created without him. It's like this uh, podcast without Marissa. And someone also asked if you're bro- if you're broadcasting from Marissa's stepdad's office because <laughs> you are in a bit of a different locale here yeah, we today. Got, we got some uh, we got some basement work being done tomorrow, mm-hmm. so we had to clear everything. Okay, out. flexi. All right, all right, zebra. Yes, yeah, so as as far as the timing, uh, I I think we were operating last week under the, under the presumption that they they must have discussed this ahead of time if if there was this thought that that Doug is coming back, uh, but that ran counter to uh, what I had understood and 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 what I was expecting, which which was that after the season. Uh, these conversations would take place that they weren't going to have these these big picture discussions in week fifth in like like week fifteen week sixteen it was it was going to be after the season um, and I do think like Shio mentioned if you want to use the term stipulations if you want to make it conditions if you just want it to be like overall view then uh, I do think those those meetings mattered and what are are, are your substantial plans. Uh, if, 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 if you're on the management side, what are your substantial plans asking Doug, uh, for fixing this and in particular fixing the offense? And if you're on Doug's side, it's, it's probably like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the head coach. Uh, I, I get to have say over who works for me, what my philosophy is, who's calling plays. Uh, I'm, I'm not suggesting that's, that's the root cause here, but I I do think there's that idea of of Doug flexing muscle and management saying, you know, you're not good enough, or or, or I'm sorry that that the team hasn't been good enough. So without, uh, I th- go, ahead, go ahead. I think it does. It definitely, if nothing else, speaks to a lack of communication and a misunderstanding among like the key parties involved in your organization. I mean, that is my sense because I just got the sense that Doug was feeling pretty good about this, you know, that he thought, all right, we've got a path forward. We know this season didn't go our way. I won a Super Bowl three years ago. Uh, you know, I'll meet with the boss, man. We'll, we'll talk it over. We'll figure out how to get this going forward. It'll all be good. I'll be, you know, I'll, yeah, I'll be but golfing. That was, it was such a, uh, a switch to have flipped that it, it could only be either posturing or he had heard some kind of indication that he was in good shape. Sure. Well, Doug has, you know, Doug has an agent. Doug has other yeah. people in the building. Uh, and they're trotting him out there the day after the season's over, you know, all these uh, different types of things. And so, uh, you know, he obviously, I feel like, felt pretty good about the situation. And Jeffrey Lurie, you know, according to this this ESPN report, did not really get the answers that he was looking for. You know, maybe Doug Peterson thought he was going to go in there and say, all right, you know, uh, you guys don't need to apologize. You forced those coaches on me last year. It was screwed up. Don't worry about it. We all make mistakes. I got the plan. I'm doing X, Y, and Z. And they go, what? You did a terrible job this year. You should be in here. You know, who knows how it went? I'm sure we will learn more here in the days ahead. But what we know is that they weren't on the same page and they did not come out of that meeting with a resolution with Doug Peterson as the head coach here going forward. And now I think John Clark uh, reported, I believe John Clark said that uh, Monday more, Monday is when they are meeting again. Why are they and, meeting in Florida? What is this Florida business? I would assume well, that's where Jeffrey, I, I, I think that's where Jeffrey lives. Yeah, they just, they want to make sure that somebody right. gets COVID. Uh, so I would assume <laughs> by the end of that 
meeting, there needs to be a resolution because if you're, you know, for both parties, that would, you know, that's in the best interest of both parties. If you're firing Doug, make a decision, fire Doug and move on and find your next head coach. If you're Doug, either keep me or fire me. There are other jobs available that I might want to uh, go after here. And so don't just kind of string me along here for another week. I mean, is there, is there another organization in the NFL that is still in sort of this wishy-washy area? I mean, these conference, they were not like compete, you know, they were kind of competing for a playoff spot. They've had plenty of time right. to figure out a, a path going forward here. And so, uh, again, it is just sort of baffling the process here, uh, which we've said probably 400 times this offseason. I do think it would be dirty business to make Doug fall on the tank sword, which, you know, definitely wasn't his only, like only his idea and then fire him. But um, there is door number three, which we can get into in a minute, which is a trade. Um, but let's let's just I, I think I think we've danced around this, but based on uh, like the reports, we haven't been in the room, but based on what's coming out, it seems like the crux of the issue is they said, Doug, what do you, what is your plan for the offense? And his idea was, Press Taylor is going to be my offensive coordinator. Uh, we're going to just you know bring up a few more of my underlings. It's going to be my offense. I'm the voice in the room. That's what we do. Whereas perhaps uh, Jeffrey and or maybe Howie want him to again bring in some kind of outside influence. And maybe they mean, uh, if we're just guessing here, you know, somebody more like Graham Harrell, who is going to be like really taking over the offense and they want Doug to be just sort of the uh, the CEO, as it were. I'm hearing yeah. something weird, like a like another bow voice in my head. Is anyone? Yeah, I don't else know where that's this? coming from. I'm looking I am not. Oh. I'm I'm not. But I'll I'll jump in as as, as Bo sorts that out, <laughs> and, and and that's I I know it, it comes off looking messy and 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 clearly uh, disharmonious, but uh, I, I I think that might be I, the first disharmonious dropped in Birds with Friends history. That's that's yeah. the that's the correct word, right? Disharmonious. Yeah, just oh. I don't think that specific okay. word. It's always fun when a, a a word has never been dropped in podcast history before. Uh, but I but would, like I, I think the I think the word you were looking for there was erasure. I believe <laughs> erasure. Uh, but I I don't think either side is totally wrong here. If if we frame it the way we just framed it, I, I mean from Doug's perspective, I'm a Super Bowl winning coach. The offense has always been my baby. I should be able to oversee it and 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 manage it and, and coach it the way I see fit. And, and from management's perspective, it's 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 like Doug, we like you, we think you're a great leader, but the offense has been bad. It's it's it it keeps getting worse. We want you to be the head coach, but you need a better plan for fixing the offense. If 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 those are two sides here. I think that's that's logical from both perspectives, right? There's there's that thought that the coach gets to pick his staff, the the coach gets to pick his offense. There's the other side of it that uh, this offense has been bad, and if you're if you, if you're just clinging to this idea that because Doug's done it before, it's going to happen again, that can be faulty. That can be faulty logic too. So it's it's a, it's a really tricky situation, and it's one we discussed weeks ago because that's that's the crux of this. At least from the outside looking in, this isn't 2016 Doug anymore. He's established. He has a track record. It's it, you know, and, and and he has legs to stand on. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24/7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover. Everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Um, let's talk about Press Taylor for a second, because I don't necessarily 
think that it's a terrible idea. I know that the the knee-jerk reaction is uh, Carson Wentz just had this crazy regression and Press Taylor oversaw that. The offense was terrible. What is there to possibly think that he could be, you know, a good offensive coordinator? I don't necessarily know if that's true. Um, They're different jobs, and it's possible that his strengths lie more in um, schematic stuff or potentially even, you know, like understanding game situations than fine-tuning mechanics. Uh, that said, like it is, it is sort of accepted as a known thing that he and Carson are close, and you wonder the dynamics there. But um, I don't necessarily think that that in and of itself is like the worst idea in the world. What, what do you guys think of that? I mean, I, I think the head coach should be allowed to pick his coaching staff. And if you don't think he's good enough to do that, then you should probably find another head coach. Yeah. I mean, I, I think now there are situations like Andy Reid going to Juan Castillo, where I think you probably want to step in there <laughs> okay, and uh, say, hold on. We have we have some other ideas here. All we're right, going to check Browns, you into rehab. Uh, Browns just scored a touchdown here. So they oh, are uh, they are in, nice. in, in firm control. But uh, I mean, really, the guy, the you know. It's one thing if Doug Peterson says, you know what, it's been tough for me. I don't have a big pipeline. I kind of just came over from Kansas City. I don't know a lot of younger coaches. Can we work together on this? Because there's evidence, right? Jim Schwartz, um, you know, last year with Rich Scangarello, there is evidence that, you know, they kept guys like Jeff Stoutland, Dave Phipp, Deuce Daly. So those conversations have happened, right, where either the organization says, we're going with this guy. Let's go with this guy. We strongly encourage going with this guy. But I just feel like when it comes to the offense and you're coming off a season like they came off of, if you make the decision that we want all the positives associated with Doug Peterson, then you should say, Doug, you pick your coaching staff. If you need if you need help, feedback, we're here for you. But if you want to take control and you think that's going to fix it, then go ahead and do that. And if you think that means, you know, making Press Taylor your offensive coordinator, whatever the case may be, we stand by you. Like, if you don't trust him to do that, then just take the freaking Band-Aid off and move on. Like, they always have all these half measures. Moving one guy to this floor, moving this guy to another office, Oh, changing this guy's title. Like, my gosh. I mean, it's so clear right now that this Mm. offseason would have been the perfect time to just rip those Band-Aids off like I did with Leela the one time. Get him off there, you know? Move ahead. You have a huge quarterback decision. If you're not sold on everybody, if you're not sold on the job Howie Roseman's done, if you have real question marks about, um, questions about Doug Peterson after this meeting, if you only want him, if you can force certain coaches on him, then what is the point of keeping him? Like, I know it's a scary world out there, but at some point you got to make those decisions, move on. The next one might not work out. Guess what? Then you got to try that like that. That's how it goes in the business. So that would be my take. I generally agree with you. I mean, we've all interviewed uh, Press Taylor. He comes off as a smart guy. I've heard from people that who really like him and think he's like a really bright uh, young head coach at the same time, you got to rip everybody on the offensive coaching staff this year. The offense was, uh, was terrible. But again, if Doug Peterson thinks, you know what, I wanted press Taylor in a certain role last year, but they made me go get Scangarello and Morningweg and all these other guys. And so I made him the QBs coach. That was probably the wrong thing to do. But if I have him focus on whatever game planning, the first 15 reds, like, you know, other things that I know are his strengths and I'm comfortable with them. Then I'll go that way. Then let him do it. Poor yeah, Marty. So the- Poor Marty who gets railroaded in Baltimore because he's the guy who didn't <laughs> think Lamar Jackson could be a quarterback or whatever reportedly. No, that goes, was you. Goes to like some cabin <laughs> in Montana or wherever it is. And then it's like, all right, Marty, we need you for one more job. We're bringing you back for just one last job. Bring him back. Can him after a year. I guess it's cyclic. <laughs> All right, I, I see the cyclic reference there. I, I hope our listeners understand. I saw that, that joke. Uh, yeah. So, uh, as as far as press, my rate on that would be it's it's a uh, it's a safe thing for Doug, right? It it allows Doug to keep his offense. It allows Doug to be in control. Uh, Doug is ha- has been very protective about his offense, about play calling, and that uh, uh, that allows. Uh, Doug's philosophy to to uh, to, to stay the same, and, and that's not to say press wouldn't have a, a voice. But if you're doing that, what it's doing is is it's it's keeping the status quo. Uh, now, my view is that if you bring Doug back, 
the only way this can possibly be successful or, 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 or possibly not be dirty, let's say, is if is if you turn – I, I, I saw Bo had a look. <laughs> Could possibly be. I, I mean, we got Roman ads. We're, this is late. We're recording. No, I just want to make sure everything's on the up and – Bo, I don't know that, where Bo is right now. He could be in like a Chuck Rhodes situation. I mean, anything here yeah, uh, is possible. <laughs> so, this is the same so, room my Mo is in. It's just a different uh, angle. All right. So the, uh, so the only way that – I guess the cleanest way for this to happen would be to go all in on empowering Doug – almost like what you did with Chip in 2015, and say, Doug, you want the offense. You're the offense. You're our head coach. We're trusting you. Sink or swim, right? Do it as you please. And if it doesn't work out this year, it's on you, right? Uh, Because if you do those half measures or if you assign him an offensive coordinator or a staff that he doesn't want or or, or you make him compromise – then you, it's it's probably going to linger throughout the year. So I I think if Doug's back, then you need to go all in on Doug. Yeah, there were some other interesting notes here in this uh, ESPN report. One of them I, I thought was about uh, Carson Wentz saying a source indicated the quarterback did not have the normal end of season exit interview with Peterson uh, or the staff. I thought. Uh, that was interesting, and you know, Chris Mortensen is the one who initially reported that the relationship is sort of fractured beyond repair between the two. And so, I know I—I I, I don't want to speak for you guys. I had been operating under the assumption that if Doug Peterson were back, then they were, you know, really looking to move on from Carson Wentz. And so this kind of throws a lot of things into the air. You know, now all of a sudden, if you say, all right, after this meeting, you say, Doug, uh, thanks, but no thanks. You know, again, they would probably frame it as some sort of mutual parting of ways or or we can get to the trade thing Bo alluded to earlier. Uh, then all of a sudden, who knows? You could get a new coach who comes in and says, trade Carson Wentz. What are you nuts? I love this guy. Let me work with this guy. And Carson could say, oh man, this guy, this guy's a breath of fresh air. He really uh, has great ideas. And so now all of a sudden the, it could be, it could be, yeah, it, it really could be. I mean, you're, you're talking about a situation like you mentioned earlier, that bad cap situation, Howie Roseman in power, all, you know, he, he's handling personnel. So you have kind of these different things at work. So Maybe you would be looking at uh, at someone like that. I don't the know. The deuce thing would be – it would have been so much easier to sell if it was after the season. And you were saying, this is the guy who's been in our building. He's a, he's a, a rising star. You know, we're, we're prepared to give him the keys. And if it happens a week later after Doug has fumbled the messaging, that's no longer the thing that you can say. Um, it's not like he can say, oh, this I mean, week. I think it's hard to sell regardless, you know, he like he's been uh, in this specific situation. I'm not saying he might not be a good head coach, but my gosh, you're kind of putting him in a tough spot here. And he's been on the staff like, the, you know, it, it, since I thought the organization was supposed to be about uh, new ideas. And, you know, one of my my yeah. rules there for head coaching searches is, you know, make your cast a wide net and try to get some different opinions. Now, all of a sudden, you're just hiring a guy who you wouldn't even promote uh, when you've had these openings uh, on your staff here the last few years. So I, I don't know, maybe that will be what it comes down to. And maybe they'll go with Deuce and uh, someone in the chat mentioned, I've heard others uh, say this, get, then you get a play caller like Graham Harrell, or maybe it widens the pool of candidates you can get on the offensive side. Cause you are giving them play calling duties and Deuce is a uh, CEO type and you know, he can work with Howie. I mean, that that's going to be a right. big stipulation for it. So uh, I guess that could be the case. Uh, I think overall it would still sort of be like a you know a bit of a tough sell for me let's get to the trade thing in a second but don't you feel like this coming out means that it's heading towards an end yes i i i sense that i i think it would be what's the point of 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 letting this get out because listen there's like two at most three people in the in the room for those meetings so it's coming from someone in it's coming from whether it's trickled down, it's coming from Jeffrey, Doug, or Howie. What is the purpose of putting this out there if you are going to get back together? It's, it would be ridiculous. You're shooting yeah. yourselves in the foot, right? So 
I know they've got this meeting tomorrow. I at this point, I would be surprised if Doug is the head coach again, wouldn't you? I would say, uh, uh, if I had to handicap it, yes, I would say I am over. And you are uh, an expert handicapper. Well, not this week. Don't talk yeah, to me. Playoffs about are different. That, but playoffs are tough. <laughs> I would say, yeah, I would be over fifty percent. Uh, you know, I would say the most likely scenario at this point is you would have to say that it's moving towards a divorce. That that would be my opinion. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that there, and I, I I'm, I'm careful to say that because I, I I don't know if obviously that's going to be the case, but but the, but the reality to that is if if you don't have resolution after last week, uh, clearly there are issues here. Like Bo mentioned, there um, there's an there's an impetus for this getting out, right? Like 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 somebody wants to put pressure on some type of resolution here. Uh, whether you, uh, whoever you want to assign that to, uh, there's there's a motivation behind something getting out, and and, and so uh, I, I agree with what Bo said earlier on too that I don't think it's a big deal um, if the Eagles made a change in terms of the timing because no one's hired anyone yet, and I don't think the Eagles would would go into this blind. I I imagine they have an idea in place, but you can't let this linger too much longer because by next week some Let of these seats are, are, are going to be filled right so um and 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 if if the eagles were to move on from doug um it would behoove doug for that that it, it, it would it, it would benefit doug for that to happen sooner and i guess this leads to the trade discussion because he'd be an attractive candidate for one of those seats elsewhere so if you're Maybe. another team why like if doug's on the market why are you going to trade anything for him if it's clear that they're a willing to let him go. No, like they, I, I would agree with that. I mean, once an organization is willing to trade yeah. its coach, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Maybe And this and this report from today completely torpedoes that value, doesn't it? Like Yeah, right. So uh I, I think that would still be a long shot. You know, maybe that would be something that the organization would say He's under contract, right? So maybe they yeah. would say, "All right, he's under Doug. You're under contract. Uh, listen, we really want you here, but if it's not going to work out, uh, we we want to, you know, you know how they they love spending in this. Oh, we yeah. we want to do what's best for you, Doug. I mean, you've been such a great, yeah. so, but you know, we don't want to just totally cut ties. So we were thinking, you know, Joe, Doug, Joe, are you Joe? Are you there, Joe Douglas? Yeah, Joe, Joe is on a speakerphone here. I mean, I agree with you. And if I'm like a, running a team, I mean, well, we've learned this week and we learn often with these organizations that they shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt. I'm speaking specifically about the Houston Texans. So maybe they would do something stupid. But I don't know. Does Doug, I like Doug Peterson. I think we've been probably more like pro Doug than mm-hmm. maybe the average uh, average viewer or listener. But does he rise to the level of draft pick compensation? I mean, you know, those are normally like sort of the – uh, yeah, I mean, especially coming off a four-win season. Has there been a coach traded since Gruden? Well, so there was that that big rumor a few years ago of of uh, Jim Harbaugh and the Browns, right? Do you remember that? Mm. Yeah, and and that never came to fruition. But uh, but that was I happening. would love it if it was like there's no draft pick compensation. It's like <laughs> Doug for Kiki Kuti. <laughs> like, like, who says no? <laughs> well, if it's if it's the who Texans. <laughs> Right, like if it's the Texans, uh, they don't have picks to trade, right? So uh, yeah, that's why Kiki QT. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. What a random. <laughs> why in the world is he the name in your head at eleven oh eight on a Sunday night? You're sitting here. Talking I would have said DeAndre Carter, but he's not on the team anymore. He's on the yeah. Bears. Yeah, um, I mean, so yeah. I think that would be far fetched. I guess a- anything is possible, but that would that seems more like it would be something that you know. Howie and Jeffrey Lear are sitting there going, "Hey, right. you know, let's, let's try it to do this." It seems like a Howie dream. Like nobody's traded a coach in a while. Yeah. Well, yeah, like, well, I mean, I, I will push back on. Watch this. On, I'm going to get Marcus May from the Jets. Hey, free agent. You have to be I, a, like, yeah, I, a tag and trade. Like, I, I, <laughs> imagine that. I, Eagles throwing a conditional sixth. I'll push back on on what you, on what you guys were saying before about okay. like why a team wouldn't do it. Um, is because. Of of the certainty of of being able to land him, right? It's it's the same premise as if if you remember, I, I don't know the year, but when the Flyers traded for the rights of of uh, of Scott Hartnell and um, 
Wow, look at wow. that. And the, and the defenseman where Scott you know, they were talk. Let's get and, Charlie O'Connor calling in. No, and, and <laughs> you see it in uh, in the NHL all the, uh, 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 fairly often. You trade for the rights ahead of free agency, and that way you have the ex- exclusive negotiating rights. Um, the Gettleman deal for Leonard Williams. Yeah, uh, in in theory, yeah. So so it it uh, it allows you to get him as, as opposed to if if you think on the open market he might have three or four teams interested in him. Uh, and I don't know if if that would be the case, but all it takes is one other team, obviously. Uh, and 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 you saw that in 2013 with Chip Kelly. I mean, there were a few teams who thought they were in the running for Chip. There were a few teams who thought they were in the in the running for Andy. Uh, so that who else thought they had Andy? Arizona, well, the, right? Yeah, there was a report out, and and that might have been agent spin. Yeah, but that that he was going to Arizona, but. But, and his but, agent is Doug's yeah, agent for the exactly, record. exactly, and, and and by the way, agent uh, to Jack Easterby and 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 Nick Casario, interestingly mm. enough. Um, but uh, that being said, I, I I think from the team's perspective, you guys spoke about optics, right? The the best way for them to sell it would be a trade, not because you got anything back, but because they couldn't that pass shows... up Kiki Kuti. <laughs> no, 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 but it, it it shows like like look, this is what Doug wanted. It, you know, it's it's mm. the type of thing that he wasn't fully committed to being here. We didn't know where we were going, so it's just best for both sides, right? If if you fire That's him, you're true. the team. If you fire him, you're the team that fired the Super Bowl winning coach. I think that's true. That would also, be like the way the 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 only soft way for them to spin yeah. it. Yes, and I I don't think you know because you you made the observation earlier that it would be a tough sell. Uh, for Howie to be permitted to hire his his third coach, I don't think this would be uh, made to seem like a Howie production. I I think this would really be made to seem like a Jeffrey Lurie thing. And I think Jeffrey, if Jeffrey doesn't take ownership of it, that that would be uh, a problem. Like I I think Jeffrey would would be the one front and center with his decision. Yeah, I mean these aren't you know draft picks or personnel moves. These are like big picture organizational decisions. And so the owner needs to be uh, taking responsibility for all of those things for sure. So uh, I, I still think, uh, I don't know, like I'm not convinced that if they let Doug go, that he would definitely get one of these openings out there. I mean, maybe he would, I don't know what percentage chance would you give him? Let's say uh, by the time people listen to this on Monday, Doug Peterson has been let go. There haven't been any new hires yet, right? Nobody's officially named a new coach. There's six, I believe. The Eagles would be the seventh. Uh, so, so what percentage chance would you give Doug Peterson to land one of the six head coaching jobs? Non-Eagles, obviously. Fifty-five percent. Yeah, I, I think, I think sixty. Yeah, fifty-five, sixty. Okay, I, I, I would agree. I'm, I'm in that neighborhood. So, you know, that, that's not a, that's a. He's got a chance. He's got a chance. He doesn't, and he goes to, uh, I don't know. Maybe he goes to Calvary Baptist for a. Uh, a year, a season, recharge. Just collect and, the pay. Yeah, he would. He would still <laughs> yeah, be paid, right? That pay Hang yeah. out, but, really? Yeah. Recharge. But uh, but but yeah. But, what but are you doing? Go. You're getting paid. Why would you go work? <laughs> but well, because right. because you enjoy it, right? You're you're competitive. Yeah, you can you're enjoy it next year too. No, well, I think I do. I do think so, you know. Sometimes they're worried about not being in the. You know, people forget about you after a year. It's not like he's coached for you know. You 10, call up a couple years. reporters. You go visit pro football, pro football focuses, yeah. uh, sure. offices, yeah. and you're in business. Yeah. No, but right. but, but people wait, are wait, at me wait, in but just chat. real quick. Sheil mentioned earlier um, about you know Doug has has an agent. Doug has people in the building. Uh, I, I, I think that's a, that's a terrific point and that's a point that should not be lost here. Like I imagine there's a calculation on Doug's part through all, uh, through all this too. What's the best situation for me? Right. And you know, you're only as loyal as your options often. So I, I would keep that in mind. Is there any chance this is coming from Doug's side and you, this is them trying to get him out? I, I don't want to speculate on, on on sources, but I I could see. You know, I I mean, if if you're being, if if you have the feeling, or if, if 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 you believe the team's dragging their feet on this, right? Then it would certainly benefit you for there to be a resolution. But again, I I, I don't know where uh, this was coming from, but uh, Doug should should want an answer soon because at some point those seats are, are going to be filled. You know, I thought the report like 
I didn't think there was a slant that's that made like one side look good or one side look bad. You know, there were there was stuff in there about how Lurie was not happy about what he heard from. Because uh, Mort's pe- a pro, man. He's oh, not, he's not, he's not Wow, he's not just laundering. He's not just laundering. about McManus there, T Mac. Don't worry. Uh, yeah, T Mac too. Yeah, double violence. Mort and T Mac. They're both. Well, that's pros. what I'm. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, this, I don't. I this think this some, was. You know. uh, I think this was multiple. You know, a lot of probably reporting with with multiple people here because it, yeah it doesn't really i didn't think i didn't read it and think wow they're really making this side look bad or you know anything like that which sometimes you read these reports and you're like all right it's very easy to tell where it came from so when you can't tell that means uh they did a good job now there are some people in the chat who are yelling at me uh does she'll know we're here you gotta, come on you gotta bring some stronger comments to the table listen we're just trying to survive here it's a miracle yeah, that we I even mean, got got uh, on the here merciless but, uh, the, the chatters, I said, there are multiple two, three people who think who would go as high as 70 percent or higher for mm. Doug to find a job uh, elsewhere. There. I mean, and I think he would get a job, but yeah. yeah. Someone said they could not uh, imagine they couldn't fathom Zeberm not working. Uh, they didn't say anything about that's El- 100% us. 100 sure. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I couldn't either. Um, <laughs> yeah, I enjoy I, I, I love this. So I couldn't either. OK, well, no, that's right. Um. I guess we should touch on the Wentz dynamics here. If this is if if this is a like a straight down the middle choice between Peterson and Wentz, and they're choosing Wentz, what does that say to you? Like, first of all, is it the right decision, and is it like, is it crazy to just s- totally side with Wentz and uh, reorganize the entire structure of the organization? Based I don't on- think that's what's happening here. Do you? I no, I but. I don't that's think not, it is, but no. But I, I I know some people have have that read. I I, I mean I've been texting with with people today who who have that Flex. read that. Who you've been texting with? I'm not gonna mention that, but <laughs> but that like Aberm, Jaberm. Uh, no, no 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 like like professional text, not like uh, oh. not not personal text, but Ooh. but like like that, uh, H Rose man. No no I'm not, no no I'm not saying that no. Um, <laughs> T-Con. <laughs> no, anyways, no. My my uh, point is 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 that there's a read here, like uh, as as she mentioned earlier, that if you bring Doug back, it put it paints you into a corner with Carson, and that if if you move on from Doug, there's at at least uh, I guess more of an option with Carson, at least from the outside looking in, and I don't know that to be the case, but. Um, I, I, I imagine this is more about overall philosophy. Like the Carson thing is, is, is going to be figured out at some point, but I don't think you can determine this based on Carson. Cody Parkey knocks one home. Happy for Cody Parkey, you know? Okay. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Uh, Sean says, "Bo, so Bo, if you didn't, uh, if you were getting paid, but weren't working, you would take time off and not work." Uh, he said, "I would do something on the side," and and no something one thinks very shady, probably. Oh, I know that's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it sounds about right. All right. All right. Are there any other angles of this that we have not explored? All right. Well, yeah, I'll give you one. Uh, our okay. next podcast. Let's assume it's. Later in this week, there has been a, uh, let's say, we record on a Thursday morning or maybe earlier if news breaks. What are, we leading, what are we leading the show with? Uh, 
where how Kiki QT fits into the Eagles offense in 2021? Yeah, you know, I I think we have an emergency pot before then. I I, I think there's going to be resolution sooner than later. Um, and look, I I trust uh, Chris Mortensen and Tim McManus. They're both outstanding reporters, and I you know I I think this report being out today uh, doesn't it doesn't fall off if there's not a reason to be concerned, right? So I think we have an emergency pod before then. And if this meeting's happening tomorrow, I think. You know this. This is crazy. This is silly. Oh, I still hear some voice of yours in my. Yeah, I don't uh, think that's coming. Came from back. Me. I don't think it's that's not. coming from me. Is it coming it, from me? I think it's a chance. It's a ZB thing. It's coming from me. Oh. Really? Oh, I'm, oh. Just, I'm just throwing <laughs> wow. under the bus. <laughs> well, well, uh, hold it. But I, but I I know we're gonna have a a uh, I know we're gonna be talking about this with an emergency pod. I need more. What what are we talking about? I I it's it's silly because this is going to be. Um, I mean, I hear it too. Uh, People are going to be listening to this tomorrow, and this is already going to I be don't updated. Hear yeah. But I think the most likely thing that happens is we have an emergency pod tomorrow, late afternoon, evening. This would Eagles, be Monday. The the Eagles, Eagles, for those Monday evening, the Eagles have decided to move on to part amicably part ways with Doug Peterson and are seeking uh, Mo- trade wow. restitution. So you're saying within 24 hours, we're going we're gonna to know that Doug Peterson is uh, they're moving on. So that's where I'd put my the majority of the plurality of my turkeys. It seems like somebody has a YouTube yeah. link up, right? Oh, is that? Is oh, could that be what it is? YouTube? Yeah. yeah, do you have yeah, it up? You got to mute that yeah. bad boy. Oh man, okay. <laughs> it's okay. Jeez, it was, it was going How on long has that been going on for? Well, the no, it was show? earlier, but then it went away. Yeah. Maybe you didn't have that Maybe window you X'd open out or the bra- Maybe you X'd out the window yeah. and then went back. Oh, man, I okay. apologize. Then. I am sorry. Uh, I, someone said Sheil is hearing ghosts. <laughs> 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 I was not. They were uh, They were very yeah. real there. All right. Uh, Marissa's going to show up and, and uh, get you sorted out, Zach. Yeah, I don't know that there. it's going to come uh, that soon, I will say. I don't know they do like to you know there's always weird stuff happening with them so let's say that they oh baby uh roethlisberger gets intercepted i mean they were nice. down 16 but you know they had sort of a miracle oh, I show. Just got it oh it's taki taki oh taki taki is he the mvp the of the national football league Ataki-taki. i, I say no okay well i don't know it seems like he's one of those guys every one time man's opinion I got him on. Taki Taki's doing something. All right. Uh, I will say Tuesday late night, like, you know, it'll be like, all right, you're calling it a day. You know, you've got everything wrapped up. You're thinking about Wednesday. And all of a sudden we will find out that, yeah, I think we'll find, I think the report will be a mutual, uh, some type of mutual parting of ways between Doug Peterson and the Eagles, and uh, we'll we'll be spending a lot of time talking about who they're going to hire as their next head coach. Yeah, I think I think it's trending in that direction too. Um, I I I don't know when, but uh, certainly I think it's 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 trending there. Um, I, I am curious, uh, like regardless of of the of the geography of of where Jeffrey is at this point. Why does Duck need to go down there, right? Like you can't, you yeah. can't do video conferencing, you know. But I, isn't this the kind of thing that he wants to? He wants to fire him in person. He wants to let him down I, easy. Like thanks for all the memories. I wouldn't want that. Would I, you want I wouldn't to want to, to fly Florida to Florida. Yeah, exactly. About to fire you. Yeah. No, we know how you feel about Florida. Listen, if anybody tried ever tried to pull that on me, watch out. You'd yeah. be on the list. Wait, Make like me I go had to Florida and then fire me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now I have to get on the airplane and fly. And yeah, I, I have to fly back now. I have to pack a bag. Like you know, COVID. I, yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Does he yeah, send? Does he send like a private? You send a private jet it's for this be. type of thing? It's got to yeah. be. I met, but then I don't know how this be. works. I don't. I don't yeah, know but, circles. Yeah, but then you're you know you're flying back. I I don't know what it's like, but I imagine you know like you don't have the cell phone reception or, or you know so so that's three hours that you probably want to be. Talking on the phone with people, texting. I, I guess there's in-flight Wi-Fi. Maybe they're but, going to Howie's old dorm room. Uh, well, that that worked out for <laughs> Jeff would, Fish, right? That's, I was going to say that would be yeah. a little weird if that yeah. <laughs> was in fact what they were doing. Ooh, someone I like this from Drew. He says news dump right before the national title game tomorrow mm-hmm. night. Ooh, well, it seems like we a good like uh, we, they haven't lost a lot of time yet. But if they're going to make a move, like the clock is ticking, like. 
I feel like if they're going to move on, they do need to make that decision soon. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. why wouldn't you? Like, again, yeah. What new information are you going to get? Yeah. I, and now speaking of, of, the, of the national title game, I, I have like a, a, a little story out tomorrow. And I don't No, I, I don't want to seem tone deaf. You know, I, I understand relatively. <laughs> well, doing like, a sports podcast those. right now is pretty tone deaf. I think you could say, but, <laughs> uh, but like it, it's, it's about uh, the Eagles, how, how they haven't really drafted Alabama and Ohio state players. And, uh, and, 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 it's it was meant the time with the national championship game. So I'm telling our <laughs> our our readers here, this isn't me being like uh, this is more important than everything else that's that's but going on with the Eagles. But it, that's that's why it's coming out tomorrow. Yeah, you might have uh, you know, 45 I, I, coaches to watch as possibilities yeah. dropping right right shortly thereafter. I should ask you guys this: Do you consider Jalen Hurts an Alabama player? Like, if you're saying the Eagles haven't taken an Alabama player. Under yeah, Nick for yeah, Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah okay. Yeah. Because he was announced as an Oklahoma player, and uh, yeah, but um, I think he sort yeah. of counts. Yes, yeah, so I think that, you I might have to change that. your. I think you might have to change your article to like list form. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe just make like the top couple some thoughts on Doug Peterson. Get that name in the headline, <laughs> and, in then yeah. the, yeah. and then move on to the and then move on to the other stuff. Yeah, that. Well, did you, I think I feel like you got punished for having like a good idea, thinking about it ahead of time, and then all of a sudden this happens. I don't well, know. I mean, that's the classic Zach. <laughs> Zach's got his stories planned out for the next year. Yeah, yeah, but it's so Nick Saban. He's he's coaching in his eighth national championship game in in twelve years at Alabama, uh, which is just absurd, right? Um, yeah, I mean, why can't and, he get to ten? What happened those other four <laughs> years? What a chump! And the Eagles have have made uh, ninety draft selections during that time, and Alabama has had ninety two players drafted during that time, and uh, the Eagles haven't taken a single Alabama player. I think that is that's enough to be st- statistically significant. And and Ohio State, interestingly. Um, the Eagles, so in, in, in the co- well, in the college football playoffs uh, since it's in the, uh, since the in, in inception of it, Ohio State. This is their fourth appearance in it, and the Eagles haven't selected a single player from Ohio State during that period. Uh, they drafted forty-two players. Ohio State has 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 forty-nine players drafted since two thousand fifteen. The Eagles' last Ohio State pick was Brian Roll. But this is have the, you looked? The, uh, yeah. I guess this is just the last thing I will leave you with. Um, we and, got a long way to go. Yeah, no, but I but, disagree with that. But not to make it, you know, I I don't want to make it seem like the NFC East. Uh, the other three teams are like a, a beacon of of uh, drafting and of team building. Because Washington's whole team. That's yeah. That's that's clearly not the case. But the Eagles are such an outlier compared to the rest of the of the division since 2016. Uh, Washington has has drafted eight players from those schools. The Cowboys have drafted four. The Giants have drafted three. So the Eagles have drafted none. So I thought that was uh, that was pretty interesting. Have you uh, looked at like just the? And I'm not, I'm not going to say this because it's going to give you more work. So uh, never mind. Uh, Michael thinks maybe the Eagles could try to use dump it behind a potential impeachment. Yeah, well, maybe we should get to that. Uh, uh, yeah, I let's. Think I could get some. I'm ready to get some Z's here. <laughs> let's talk about this Belichick thing. I know okay. nothing about it other than what you tweeted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> supposedly, right, so if supposedly, anybody, if you supposedly. Tune out now. Yeah. yeah, if you want to tune out, now's the time to tune out. I didn't even Does see that. Does that go for Zach and us also? Supposedly, also. Uh, Trump is set to give Belichick the you know Medal of Freedom or whatever this week. <laughs> I mean. There's nothing more. There's nothing more odious than like what's been going on the past couple days of like people in the administration jumping ship or resigning lately, as if you know what Trump did on Tuesday and Wednesday, trying to stage a coup and foment a civil war, was not exactly what he's been doing this whole time, as if this was like a new character trait. And we know that Belichick has, uh, you know, been Trump's buddy this whole time. He, we've read those letters on the pod before, uh, those ridiculous letters. But if he ex- if he goes to the White House and accepts this this week, he is, I mean, as he was then, but it's even worse. He's he's tacitly endorsing white supremacism, 
and uh, like elections don't matter and all this nonsense. Uh, this really dangerous, vile stuff. This is an evil, evil man who should not be the president. He should be put in jail, frankly. And if Belichick goes and accepts this, he should be kicked out of the league. That's what I think. That's what I think. Him and Taylor Heineke. Is there as is there any are there any reports that Belichick is going to go to the White House and accept this this week? If he, if they're set to give it to him, he's probably going to go. Okay, uh, Zach, do we need to say anything to HR here? Just include me in whatever you're. Uh... I mean, come on, it's ridiculous we're even talking about sports right now when like. Like, listen, I would have been to, fine not doing kill a podcast. Congressman on Wednesday, and the whole the whole world just moves on. Like, oh, let's take the weekend and then bring about impeachment stuff on Monday. Let's we don't need to. We don't. It'll, it'll be fine. Let's wait a couple days. Give me a break. So, uh, an update I mean, on uh, the. But, but, I mean, we have people who subscribe to the Athletic who 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 tune in here. I understand there's more important stuff going on in the world, but. Uh, but yeah, we we provide a service to our customers, right? That doesn't change. So, you know, Shields picks column that was important. There, there was a, well, <laughs> no, but I mean, that was, I would have been better <laughs> off not doing that bad boy this but, week. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, like like we had an outstanding story on Friday about Earl Thomas, right? And 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 you know that's and that was good. Yeah, that's 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 serving our our readers. So Sla- Slacker Joe says Bo should get the athletic to send him there to cover it. I have wondered this Bo. Do anywhere. you have do you have any uh you know do you have any like um interest or impulse to draw you towards like do, you know doing some of this in a more professional manner? Drawing some of what? Yeah, I don't know. It could be, you know, political commentary, oh, uh, political no. analysis. No. Okay, just a hobby. I, I think, don't know. I, I mean, much further down <laughs> than the uh, politicians themselves. But the like the state of political media is absolutely like vomit inducing, treating well, it like it go. like it is a sport. Like there are not real life consequences from the things that these people are doing. Like. That was that is actually the rant that will probably make me go too far. So I'm going to stop because that is like it's it's not a game. This stuff is not a game. So then you could go and be a shining light. Something think to think about, you know, it's the old Bill Walsh. What, what, what are you trying to get rid of me? Well, it was the old Bill Walsh thing, right? What was it? You know, for, for, what did he say? Zach, you might know this like five, you know, five years, every five years. You should oh, yeah, kind of yeah, be, yeah. right? Yeah, you should change your, yeah. That was his yeah, coaching thing. Stale. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, you know, you could fire fire off these rants whenever you want. And you get paid keep, for them. Happy to keep keep the job I have for now. <laughs> uh, speaking of for which, now. the playoff chest puff and draft. Let's have an oh, update. Gosh. Oh, that, that did not go well for uh, me. Uh, we went through and picked the uh, playoff teams uh, with the rules. You know, I would say the majority of listeners don't just follow our Twitter. So I'll actually explain what we did. Owen um, says he would listen to a, a bow political podcast. So oh, there you go. But I don't think that I have like, I don't think I have anything important to say. It's not. I'm not. Uh, I mean, seriously, I'm just, there are things that make me mad. Um, so what we did is uh, we went through and drafted the teams, uh, 12 of the 14 playoff teams. The rules are, um, you get a point per win per the team's seed, and then there are round multipliers. One in the first round, two for the second round, three for the third round, and five for the Super Bowl winner. And it went through in order. Shield took the Bucks, so that was a good pick. He gets five points off the Bucks. One more win, that would be a 10-pointer. All right, nice well, since no him. one will be able to follow this, just the, the basic gist is you want lower-seeded teams who you think will – Advance because if you pick a team like the Chiefs, that's fine. But the max point total you can get is ten. So like, right. I will get more if the Bucks win their next game. If the Bucks somebody, win two games, that's more than like, I get yeah, more exactly. than if the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. That's but if it goes Bucks. relatively chalk, then you know the the Super Bowl winner is is likely to be the winner here. But uh, I guess not necessarily. Uh, so Shield took the Bucks. Zach took the Saints. Good job by him. I took the Ravens and the Chiefs. 
Zach then went back and took the Seahawks, tough loss. Mm-hmm. Shield took the Bills and Steelers, tough loss. Uh, Zach, well, is that game over officially? Uh, 48-37 with 109 left. Okay. Uh, Zach took the Packers. I took the Rams and the Browns. Zach took the Colts. Shield took the Titans. So uh, right now I'm in good shape, but, you know, long, long way to go. Roethlisberger is 47 for 68 oh for 501 God. yards, four touchdowns and four interceptions. That's the craziest quarterback line I've ever seen. Wow. That's great. Oh, my gosh. I also like the uh, uh, this this joke has been made, but the, the tweet that Schefter had about Kevin Stefanski, like so many Browns fans, is going to be sitting alone in his basement uh, watching without the phone or whatever it was, like just – like sort of low-key calling all Browns fans losers. That was tough. That's how I. That's how I've spent each of the last seventeen Sundays. So <laughs> that there's no exaggeration. Yeah, in that. but you've got multiple screens, probably. Well, all right. Anything all right. else? No, Any comments think, that we need to hit on? No. Uh, people liked your bow. I'm sure you could go yeah. back and uh, and read it. People liked your uh, commentary there. Like I said, they they would uh, listen to. Uh, a podcast people were watching Zach and I during that, you know, with looks of uh, us us hoping we don't uh, get fired or not knowing what. Yeah, Bo was that, yeah, that wasn't like disagreeing or like I wasn't like, uh, <laughs> like trying to like oppose you. It was more like just trying. We were like, is Bo going to survive exactly. this or not? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So. yeah you don't want uh, a headline on, on like uh, on, on a podcast uh, sponsored by The Athletic or, or controlled by The Athletic. Such and such happened. So uh, yeah, I think we should call it because I think it's gonna it's gonna be a busy week one way or the other. I think that's right. I think there's a good chance uh, we'll be talking to our listeners a few more times. Uh, and it's crazy. I mean, we really it's are the crazy. last podcast we came on. We're thinking, all right. I mean, they they wouldn't just send him out there to do a press conference and then fire him after that, right? That would be crazy. We should probably have learned by now. I mean, really, this just happened like last year. It was with assistant coaches. You didn't wouldn't think they would do it with the Super Bowl winning <laughs> head right. coach. So maybe it's not our fault. Yeah. But uh, this is surprising. It's a crazy turn, but it will make for an interesting week and uh, potentially an interesting offseason. I mean, we've talked about it for a while and it and uh it's like instance after instance after instance and we don't necessarily say that it is an overarching thing but time after time this organization seems like it doesn't have a plan and it just scrambles at the last minute we saw it in free agency last year we're seeing it now we you know we saw it with the the micro firing and more and more it's looking like that is the top-down well, philosophy. Is you know we're just scrambling. We don't really know what's going on. I know. Well, I mean, I'm going to push back a little on on that. Um, and again, I know we were we were wrapping it up. Um, but but uh, okay. in and 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 this is more me getting it's a good on, shirt shield. Oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah, this is more um, me all getting on, on any uh, all all like uh, you know artist renderings of mm. uh, actual people. I'm I'm in on all those. Anyone has suggestions? That sounds dangerous. No, it's like um, it's like how you you know any re- my theory with any restaurant that has the word kitchen in it is going to be good. Mm. Okay, so any, but, uh, rest name like uh, the name for any uh, coffee place or restaurant that's like new and hip is just two like one word ampersand another word any any two words and that'll be a that'll be a place. Computer and hat. Welcome. I'd get a drink there. Yeah. Um, All right, Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, we let Zach end this. Yeah, in <laughs> shadow and seed. No, there's this that there's this idea that like every decision needs to be made right away and immediately. And I I know time is of the essence, but for for like a a billion dollar business and a decision that has significant ramifications right like like you're not making it at a whim you you know my my wife jokes with me that that like i i i can't pick a a, a restaurant without doing like tons of research on 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 something um like this is a major decision right and nothing and, paralyzes us by choice <laughs> i would say all three of us i'm guessing yeah so picking a restaurant for dinner yeah so so like you, you know if if you have affection to uh, towards someone, which I imagine Jeffrey does toward Doug, um, and and there are issues, you you want to be sure you're you're not gonna make a decision on a whim. So the idea that 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 like everything needs to happen in a day, uh, 
I, I, I don't necessarily think that's the case. Now, it doesn't need to drag on for weeks here because time is important. But if if, if you wanted to meet and, and you weren't sold with what you heard, then... I, I don't think it's it's unreasonable to to like want to discuss again, right? And I and I guess I would say uh, to add to that, this will be my last word: is that uh, Doug has been hmm, I'm trying, amenable. Is that the word? Amenable. Amenable. Yeah. Amenable. Okay. Eh, listen. Close hopefully enough. no. Hopefully no one else is still listening. Uh, Doug has been amenable to pretty much. It feels like everything. You know, over the course of his career, this has been like a quality of his, you know, Doug will handle the uh, personnel. You make some eye contact if you want a guy. OK, uh, Doug, we don't. Yeah, I know you just told the, you know, entire city that these guys are coming back, but uh, we don't think that's right. OK, we'll get rid of them. You know, and so, uh, Doug, we want to, you know, draft Jalen Hurts in the second round. Uh, might be crazy unorthodox. Uh, OK, uh, so this so there is like a pattern here. I think it's probably one of the things that, you know, Howie and Jeffrey uh, may like about him or find appealing about him as a head coach so if that's maybe that's maybe I had the read wrong earlier maybe it's uh you know Jeffrey and Howie thought all right you know we'll bring him in we'll tell him what needs to happen and he'll say okay we'll move forward and Doug said I don't think so you know Mm -hmm. like all right I I tried that last year it didn't go well and I understand if that's where you're coming from, but if that's legitimately where you're coming from, then we need to have a bigger conversation because this might not be headed where we thought it was headed. Could be that. Could be so that. We'll and that's actually that would be, that would explain actually the way that the story is presented a little bit. Hmm. If it is Doug who's the one coming over the top and saying, "You don't you don't fire me." Yeah. I I fire you. Okay, I think that's well said, and I don't think the the rudderless thing is about the timing. I just think it's about the hemming and hawing about an important decision. But you're right, you know these. It's worth it's worth from Jeffrey Lurie's vantage point. It's worth getting it right, um, mm-hmm. as opposed to getting it quick. All right, well, I guess that'll do it for this episode of Birds with Friends. We'll probably talk to you in like six hours or something like that. I uh, will not be doing that. No, but uh, shout out to Marissa. Uh, who has proven her value completely in this episode. And uh, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. For Zach, Marissa, and Sheil, I'm Bo. And as always, good luck.